0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Welcome back for another OG show live. Mr. Randall, how you doing?
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing Community. Hi boys and girls, welcome to, once again, Bass Adventures, brother. This
2: is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the palatine. Welcome back everyone, another episode of Feather and Furry, your host, hey, Welcome back to Amarita Alka, I'm your host, Chipser.
3: Hey, welcome back to Off the Water, FACC. He keeps you
1: Adventures of
3: Outdoors. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hood Kayak Fishing Podcast.
1: We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yack Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. What's going on? Facebook Live, YouTube, boys and girls of the podcast listening platforms. Welcome back to another show. Mr. Randall. Mr. Schiller. How you doing, sir?
3: I'm good. I'm good, man. How you doing? How you like that new intro? It's pretty neat. Get to see. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about them.
1: No, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> well, no, I just cool. uh, you get to see everybody. I just,
1: yeah, I just edited it and uh put it up. I think it was last night or the night before. I've been mm-hmm. been working in the lab a lot lately. Yeah. No, it looks but, good, man. Uh, it's uh it's good stuff. Uh we got one of our guys in the house is Good Evening Men. I'm I'm gonna say that's rap. <laughs> probably. probably. <laughs>
3: like it, yeah. I mean cuz I don't think any anybody else talks like that. Like okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Love it. But uh, we got a, a great guest uh, for you guys tonight, some really cool, interesting new technology coming into the lithium battery market, and it's been around for a little bit. These guys have been around for a long time, um, and we got Nathan in the house from the lithium battery company, so we're going to talk to him and find out what they're all about. We're going to really geek out on what a what a lithium battery is what makes theirs so unique and and the cool, interesting technology that's involved in it. And I think a lot of kayak anglers are going to be very interested in this. And not only them, but like some of the boat guys and stuff, too, um, from what they got going on. So should we get him in here? Should we get him in here? He's hey, loosening baby. up. I see him in there. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. He, he looks that's, that's usually That's usually how I look when I'm getting ready to do a show. I'm like, all right.
2: Let's go, let's go yeah. getting fired up.
1: So let's get them in here, Nathan. Welcome to the show, my friend.
2: Thank you for having
1: me, appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we're super excited to uh to have you on the show tonight, and uh, you know, just share the good word uh with folks out there that you know may be in the market for some lithium batteries or just want to get educated on it and and like I said, not only that, you guys got some really cool uh, technology going into, you know, your Don't Die series and, and things like that. So we wanted to definitely hit that. But um, why don't you give us a little background on, on the company itself, Lithium Battery Company, like how you guys started, when it got started and why?
2: Awesome. So appreciate you having me. Yep. Lithium Battery Company was started 10 years ago. Uh, so I was actually out paddleboarding in Tampa Bay and ran across somebody and asked them what they did for a living. And they said they sold batteries. So, um, I didn't really think anything of it at the time. I just thought that kind of batteries were, that's a boring subject, right? <laughs> and seriously, I, I had no interest in it. And, and then I just, I started to learn more about it and and the customers that were reaching out to me, uh, when I established a website and started getting into the game uh i started dealing with uh fortune 100 companies military all these amazing incredible projects that needed a battery and it it turned into something much bigger and um here we are here we are today
1: 10 years later going strong doing great cool things i know uh you guys uh have been working with Powerpole too for a little bit correct
2: yep um they're right down the street from us uh they're local uh the the power pole charge was where it all started and to you know get invited there when this was uh the first concept of just them you know sitting down in a round table and asking how do you charge your battery and that's where that started and to see it develop and to see how impactful it is in fishing and how much more efficient you can be with your batteries and charging it's it's i haven't seen anything like it in the industry i mean there's there's batteries and there's chargers but there's nothing like the power charge that gives you the opportunity to harness that power from the engine and charge your batteries on the fly
1: that's huge that's definitely huge man well and not only that but like you know in 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 our world the kayak fishing world you know it's uh Obviously, the lighter your gear is in your kayak, the better off you're going to be. Right. And that's why, you know, lithium batteries in the kayak world have become so huge. Um, So, I mean, I guess before we kind of like dive into that, like, let's talk a little bit about what a lithium battery is and like maybe the differences between your typical lead acid battery and and a, you know, present day lithium battery
2: right so lithium is much lighter weight than a lead acid AGM battery there's much more power energy density um, is the constant current constant voltage so you know if you're you're using a lithium battery and you're you're looking for that constant voltage line uh, with a lead acid battery you don't have that you have that voltage sag and when that voltage sag occurs then you know you got more more current that's needed to keep up with that so, there's so many advantages to lithium and um, where we are today, uh, this, this stuff that the batteries that are on the market right now, it's, it's much older technology now. Like We've evolved so much where we were 10 years ago, and I see a lot of similarities with what's out there in the industry now versus where we are today and all these benefits that we're about to unlock in the future.
1: Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So like the inside components of a lithium battery, and I think a lot of people don't realize this, like, you know, in a lead acid, you got these, you know, lead cells, so to speak, soaking in, you know, a bunch of water or something, right? Basically, mm-hmm. lithium is completely different. So do you want to kind of run us through the composition of what's inside that black box that we just hook? battery or you know power cables too
2: right so there's a whole there's different types of battery packs so for lithium battery company we do batteries in cylindrical prismatic pouch cells um there's all these different types of shapes and sizes and energy density that you can get a battery in any shape or size so that's that's really a loaded question when uh when you're comparing uh, lead acid AGM batteries to lithium uh, there's much more advantages that the world hasn't seen yet uh, and, and a lot of it has to do with you know th- there's the cells inside the battery pack but uh, matching those the high density high performing cells with the battery management system technology this is we're getting into light years ahead of where technology was and how to manage that power how to be more efficient, and to get more out of your battery.
1: So I mean, I've seen you know when you're talking about cells, like um, a previous podcast that I've done with a with a lithium company, it looked like it was almost like a a bunch of like C batteries or double or batteries, like right. and all combined in there. Is that kind of the same thing you guys do inside your batteries?
2: So we're an OEM. We do a lot of custom lithium-ion batteries, so a lot of the stuff you see here, uh, we got a 12050 and a 12020. That's that's using a cylindrical cell in the internal and in the inside, but when we get into customizing battery packs, that's when you can really shine with, with getting these battery cells that are in much higher density uh, sizing uh, parameters that you can pack into a specific shape and size and get more energy out of that. So Yes, we do cylindrical, uh, we do prismatic and pouch. It all depends on the application and the performance. It just doesn't stop at, uh, a lithium cell. It's, okay. it's what kind of cell performance, uh, high discharge rate, high charging versus a standard, you know, cylindrical cell. It's, it gets more, gets Technical more intense. It does. It does
1: i remember somebody telling me like they're in like when you're talking the cells right like there's different grades of them so to speak right um right what what is that all about because I, I didn't fully understand that like it i think yeah. they were saying that like it was stamped with a one which meant something but i don't know oh, what yeah. that something is
2: <laughs> right so you know there's there's a lot of lithium cell manufacturers overseas uh, around the world. A lot of it comes out of China. And cell manufacturers, their their only job is to, to make these battery cells. They don't make battery packs. That comes down to the traditional packing factories that put everything together. So these cells, when they get manufactured, they go through a whole process of uh, going through the slurry, to roll the lithium, to cut it, to dry it, take the humidity out. And then it goes through a computerized selection where a a machine will actually almost looks like an x-ray machine that grades that cell within a half a second and determines if it's, if it's a B or C and spits it off in a, in a process where it just gets put in a different, different batch. And um, a lot of those companies, a lot of these grade B and C cells, they just, they're they're they go through the production they get put off to the side in the factory and then a lot of these packing factories just buy these cells up super cheap and you know put them in a battery pack and they got you know like a number one stamp in it. There's no PVc coding, there's no markings on the cells to say what factory it came from what when it was produced. none of that and we're seeing a lot of that today in battery packs. Being sold by some, a lot of brands that are very popular. Sure, and it's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and I mean, obviously that that all boils down to the quality of the actual cells that are going to make your you know twelve volt hundred amp twenty four volt fifty right. amp whatever it may be. Correct.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this this is a simple process of just taking that battery and putting on on a discharge machine and actually checking the capacity and what we're seeing is not only they're, they're grade b or c cells that are lower quality but they're not designed for the fast discharge and fast charge so you know we got one of the most popular marketed brands of lithium that you, you know you put on a discharge capacity testing machine at 100 amp hour at uh 20 amps discharge and you know it's measuring 80 amps usable versus the oh, 100 wow. that they advertise and so that higher number if you're discharging 30 40 or 50 it, it's getting worse but if you discharge at 5 to 10 amps you know you can achieve that capacity so it's just not there's more to it so
1: like i'm going to try to like dumb that down a little bit right because and i'm pretty sure i follow what you're saying but like for instance like these batteries with the not so great cells and you're running a trolling motor off of it basically it's breaking your battery down faster because the quality of the cells aren't good
2: yeah it's just uh there's a whole whole process of uh the manufacturing the internal of the cells inside the battery pack that the battery management system is looking at each individual cell and saying, hey, you have to be within this range of charge and discharge. And so um, if, if you had a trolling motor, you're on spot lock, you're in high current, you got, you're in high high winds, and you're really on that. and You're pumping a lot of current out of that battery. Your cells are going to become so unbalanced that your BMS is going to turn off. And you gotcha. think that you just have a dead battery or a low battery and it's, you have all this extra capacity that if you, the higher you discharge, the less you're getting, it's, it's not cool. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's my understanding, right? Like these
1: batteries have like a computer chip in it, which is managing all those cells working together. Correct.
2: Yeah. I mean, a lot of companies just have a basic PCB board. That okay. you know, you you don't know if there is a problem, why? You just, you know, typical person is just gonna get in volt voltmeter and just check the check the voltage at the terminals, and that's how you're gonna diagnose if the batteries are working or not. And sure. um, there's more to it on the internals. And the P the basic PCB boards just don't it's it's really uh there is no conformity. Every company is gonna be different. You're going to have companies that have a low voltage disconnected, 10 volts, nine volts, eight volts. Um, there is no standard battery management system that actually performs the way that it's advertised.
1: So there's not like a standard in your guys's industry, so to speak, where it's like, all right, this has got to be the quality of the internals and you know kind of like uh i don't know what what would be a good example jay like industry uh, or like industry quality standard almost right i
3: mean i would i would chalk it up as like buying like energizer max or doracell versus your you know my not mine pop but like you know smaller off-brand type batteries you're probably you know the ones that always run out sooner and
1: don't sure.
3: perform as good as the good ones i mean I think that's kind of like, I guess in layman's terms, the best way to think of it, you know, now the technology that's built into all this, all the lithium and especially what he's talking about now, which nobody's been doing because, you know, I got a bunch of batteries and one of the biggest problems I see is that nobody's like he was, you know, like he's talking about is there's no way to really monitor the output. And I think there's some thought behind that because they may know they're not putting out what they're supposed to be. So they're not going to basically let you see that. Uh, But they'll, you know, use something else to make you think you're getting the power that you should be getting out of it. If that sounds clear enough.
2: Yeah. It's This is just like basic advertising, right? Yeah. So no one's going to get into the specifics, but, you know, working with some, a lot of marine applications, especially working with PowerPole, just being down the road with them is I've been able to see all of my competitors' batteries and test them mm-hmm. firsthand and and be involved with uh, PowerPole engineering to advise them on certain issues that I I see from 10 years of experience that a traditional you know, person that just wants to buy a battery pack isn't going to understand. And what it boils down to is uh products are being affected manufacturing trolling motors battery chargers their manufacturers are fielding technical support calls for their great wonderful products when it is the battery itself that is causing the issue
1: interesting interesting i've i've seen some of that recently you know now that uh, you know, some of these kayak guys have, have been running some of these, um, batteries for a while. And, and, and you had mentioned something and it clicked. I I saw a post recently on Facebook or something. And it was like, yeah, I was, you know, running my trolling motor and it's just all of a sudden battery just died, but I had just, you know, recharged it last night or, you know, whatever it may have been and and it just shut off and i try to charge it and it you know i get 20 minutes out of it and it just shuts off so it it seems like that's where you're talking about like those cells um aren't evenly matched so to speak and they're kind of fighting Mm -hmm. each other
2: correct no i mean it's it's this is going back to 2018 the last time uh i was in china and I, I saw several packing factories with these electric bus batteries sitting outside and they were disassembling them and packaging the cells, sending them off to another packing factory to get made into battery packs. And it's just, it's the wild, wild west right now. It's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these companies, I, I really don't, I don't see how they know what they're getting, what their sure. quality and. This is exactly you know the conversation of if the higher your discharges battery the faster you charge it it's the cell imbalance inside with the battery management system that's that's having the the disconnect and okay now when the customer has that issue and they're they're in they, you know they say that they've discharged it and they got x amount of time when that when that separation occurs with the battery management system it's I always use this analogy charging lithium is like pouring a glass of beer. You can sh- you can pour quickly but you got to taper back that that current to get that even charge. Otherwise you're going to overflow the glass and it's going to the BMS is going to disconnect. It's the same thing with charging and discharging that you have that imbalance but once that BMS disconnects everything settles. It's like the foam in your glass that's settling back down and that is the true representation of how much power you have in that battery. And it's a trick to the normal person. They're just going to look at that voltmeter reading and they're going to think that yeah. everything's okay.
3: That's what I'm saying. You know, and what you're saying too is like basically it was like a rush to market and they didn't really tame it. Nobody's really tamed it like you guys are saying that you have, you know, or at least the start of because we haven't seen what's actually the potential of this power source. Um, and you know, there's an incredible imbalance in the quality and basically everything. And it's really just coming down to marketing and what you're looking at, and what they want you to look at. So you're not really, you know, diving into it and getting the education and trying to figure out like what should actually be happening.
2: It's just, you know, the whole world has changed since, you know, the pandemic and I was in China every other month. With, with my cell manufacturers watching what was going on. And um, you know, during the pandemic, I was able to have access directly to my factory with the, the cameras and oversee my production and the testing with our battery management system to be able to remote in and oversee that quality. But I saw all these companies just pop up and there was no way they could get overseas. There's no way they know what's happening what happens over in china with cell manufacturing and battery manufacturing is completely opposite of what a a uh you know an american person thinks what happens in a factory and so going to market and saying like this was to market too soon there was a whole shift during the pandemic where they were repurposing battery cells and offloading battery cells that were grade b and c to sell that product to just get it off of their hands that's mm. what happened interesting interesting
1: yeah it's uh i mean like you said china's the wild wild west man like there's no regulation like there is in a in american factories you know so it's uh it's anything goes and you know you see that in the fishing world for sure when it comes to like baits lures rods reels Mm. things like that that are made over there um you know there's no um quality control so to speak and it's uh you know whatever goes Mm. you know whatever happens goes but it's super interesting so now that we've kind of like ran through that concept what makes the lithium battery company stand outside of that box and makes you guys different as far as like your cells uh
2: computer boards and all that good stuff right so you know i've been to china 16 16 sometimes um i have visited hundreds of cell manufacturers i have handpicked the manufacturers that i work with Uh, a lot of these manufacturers don't even work with any of these other companies that you see uh marketing any type of lithium battery they they have so much business with their own government that they don't need to be on any marketing. I mean, Alibaba, it's huge. Sure. Yeah, you can yeah. go on Alibaba and find a lithium battery. But um, my cell factories, they're not on Alibaba. They don't need to market to any of this. So uh, just really close relationships with our Our cell manufacturers to oversee the quality so that when we're buying cells to manufacture our batteries, we were getting the A grade cells and we're reputable that uh, for 10 years we've been consistent with with the ordering and the manufacturing. So, you know, these these factories want to maintain this this relationship and, you know, no one wants to have a bad experience. So it's just been a winning situation for 10 years just to be connected to the right manufacturers and just have this process.
1: Yeah, that's huge, man. Um, you know, having a company that you can work with that you can trust and, you know, almost have a guarantee that you're getting the quality versus the quantity, so to speak. Right.
2: Yeah. There was a lot that went into it. There was a lot of, uh, you know, 10 years ago, I didn't know anything about batteries and until I went over there and, actually started to study how the battery cells and how the manufacturing process went down it really opened my eyes and uh you know we had we did a lot of we still do a lot of government contracting and a lot of like just high priority top top performing uh government projects that need this battery power and we have to perform and we have to make battery packs that are above average. And so that's been the mentality for 10 years is to not cut corners and just put a product out there. That's going to work that you don't have to worry about having any warranty issues with.
1: Yeah, that's huge. I saw one of the companies you guys work with is uh SpaceX. Yeah. That's right. crazy.
2: So, yeah, I mean, I was in- on a,
1: you got batteries in orbit right now or
2: no, no, they're more, we do a lot of sensors on the, on the ground, but okay. You know, that was, uh, I was on a flight to Detroit and landed and saw that come through my email. And I might add a little tear in my eye when I landed <laughs> and refreshed my email, but that was insane. That was pretty you're cool. Like, so I get to
3: meet Elon.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, how can you say like you're a battery company and you sold batteries to Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah, like that's, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Right. You see the I got the Saturn V behind me. Like I'm yeah. I'm into I'm in the space. I love that stuff, but that was pretty memorable.
3: I would say that's a pretty like big testament to the quality that you offer.
2: Because yeah. you got a
3: guy who deals with electric cars and everything else, and he knows you know, and he's not gonna buy, you know, or be interested and want to partner with something that just isn't as good as this stuff or better
2: yeah i mean they they make their own battery cells for tesla and uh this this just goes back to the like the form factor of uh, you know how do you fit a battery cell how do you take this technology and pack it into a tight spot and you know Mm -hmm. you're limited on the tesla cells to to what size and what shape they can be made into a battery pack but that was uh it was great it was it was a great moment in my life (laughs)
3: Yeah. It's and it's a really unique aspect too. I mean, even, you know, I was I was combing over your site and everything, and uh the one thing that I think really stands out is the you know, build your own. You know, and right. to to the effect of you know, like fitting into a car or anything else. I mean, what what are some of the you know, what are some of like the strangest or like most interesting things that you've built a battery into? <laughs>
2: I can go on and on. This is like, this is a conversation that. <laughs> let's let's man, go at the
3: top, like three to five,
2: you know. Uh, it's going to be hard to like think about, right? <laughs> so, I remember working with uh, Fish and Wildlife for a while. We want to keep it in fishing, right? They uh, use these backpack batteries to go and stun fish, to count fish in, in, in you know, like the creeks, the streams. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, we had a company contact us a few weeks ago that uh, was called Cowler, and it's mm-hmm. a Fitbit for cows that tracks huh. body temperature, heat, oh. um, just to let farmers know if, you know, a cow is in a field and it's overheating. So mm-hmm. it it's it pretty crazy.
3: That's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. I mean, that's, you know, if a cow's in distress, right? Like Texas. Some it's of those- the weirdest
2: it's crazy (laughs) like the phone calls when you pick up and you know people are like hey we want to uh you know we do surveillance camera batteries so we got some batteries stuffed in some some devices that you don't even know about that are Mm -hmm. just put in overnight and maybe have license plate readers and facial recognition and uh you know they're solving murders and just doing some incredible stuff so it's just it's every day
3: no that's every day
2: i mean yeah
3: yeah i mean mean, it's crazy like what you can actually do and depending on like the type of cell i'm sure it differs depending on what you're doing um yeah but i mean the sizing and like in plus the even the choice of case you want to put it in and um, right, you know that's really cool i mean I'm a I I wouldn't say like I'm a nerd on the batteries, but I really, I really appreciate what those batteries can do, and I've got a couple big ones, you know, for like backups. Matter of fact, I've already used it like once to run the fridge, you know, when the power mm-hmm. went out. <clears throat> um, but uh, you know what? One thing I did notice, and I see you guys are doing solar, but are you doing solar charging batteries yet? I don't know if I saw that.
2: Yeah, so. You know this my th- this whole thing that's happening with power pole charge and uh, that power pole charge is very similar to solar. You're mm. you know you have solar panels you're charging and discharging at the same time. So yes, we do that type of technology 12 through 48 volts. Um, and you know what's unique about this conversation is our battery management system. They're designed to be charged and discharged at the same time, and what I'm seeing is a lot of competitors that have the basic PCB boards inside that mm-hmm. their only circuitry is to charge and balance the battery, and discharge and balance the battery. There yeah. is no both, and yep. that's causing a lot of problems that I I don't think a lot of companies or even they even know that it's happening right now. Or, so, but that.
3: I was going to say, or you see it like just through, um, like a very segmented, uh, uh outlet. Like, let so I noticed on one of mine, you can charge and discharge only when you're using uh, when you're discharging through, um, DC, but if it's through mm-hmm. AC, like it doesn't
2: work. Yeah, this is different power. Yeah, just the whole the whole calculation with the charging. Um, Power pole charge, that was an interesting one to take a look at to get the diagnostics and the whole the feedback with the test bed program to, to actually see, you know, you're, you're, you're hitting spot lock on your trolling motor and, you know, the R, RPMs and your currents pushing through to the trolling motor. And you've got all this power coming in now from your starting battery to balance everything out. And now when you're you're sitting in your spot lock and the RPMs are reducing, now you have that power. Starting to push back out and go back to the the starting battery to to morph that power around, and it's it's a very interesting thing to to see to see how this power morphs around. Very similar to solar.
3: Hmm. Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, solar is the rage, and and obviously, too, it's you know, there's probably a lot more. Uh, technology that needs to be discovered to really make those things like super efficient, um, you know, along with the batteries. Right. I mean, I'm sure that what we need, what, like what the thought and the idea is, is achievable, but it's going to take time to dig through the rubble and figure out what that perfect combination is kind of like what you evaded to like earlier on in the conversation. Um, can, can you speak to, anything without giving away any of your company secrets like that you kind of see or something, or just kind of
2: vaguely steer people in a direction. (laughs) I I mean, I could think of like a hundred things in my head right now. Yeah. You want to, you want to get into specifics and. uh, Hey
3: hey man, we're like, you know, we're educating people on batteries and everything else. And, you know, it's, you know, it seems it, I would say that you, you have there's a lot more detail in this conversation than I've heard on on any type of batteries of lithium. Yeah. And I mean, probably ever. Um, so I think it's like good for people to know. I mean, because this, you know, because I'm sure people are toying with this idea, you know, because we all know, you know, lithium is a is a great source of energy and it's you know, lighter, it's more compact. Um, it, it just seems to be obviously the future. Uh, of anything at this point um but knowing not being naive to think that there's not more to this that could be discovered um you know cuz i i i think there's a correlation with lithium and in, in houses too like structures and all that um for storage and you know stuff i've seen on uh, on the tube but no i mean it's like yeah i mean is there anything you would think of that's uh like cool that you would think that would go far you know that people just aren't thinking of right now.
2: Yeah, I mean it was funny you brought that up cuz I got this the stackable lithium battery that was introduced at iCAST and you know mm-hmm. this was a 24 or 36 volt trolling motor battery that could be stacked and I didn't I didn't want someone to purchase this battery and just have it confined to just their boat. I wanted them to be able to unlatch it from their boat, take it in their home and use it as an emergency backup. Power oh, yeah. supply, you know, in a hurricane or take it tailgating. Um, but you know, also getting into, you know, how do you charge this? Well, you know, what if you could take a, a connection with jumper cables and just connect it to your your car battery and use your engine alternator to charge your twenty four or thirty six volt battery? So being able to morph that power around and also be able to use it to power your home not just for your boat but yeah you know this goes back to the how can you be more efficient with your battery and not have to pay for more battery but like what can you do to harness that power Mm -hmm. yeah
3: i fully agree i mean uh i I thought your stacking system is pretty unique um i'm very interested very interested in stuff like that just because i was saying like you know, cause I mean, I'm up in, uh, you know, Northeastern Tennessee, uh, outside Knoxville and where we're at, it's, I don't know, the, the grid down here goes down quite a bit and it's always nice to have like a nice, you know, good backup. And, right. you know, sometimes, you know, you need something for the whole house too. Right. You know, if you want to still like run everything at the same time, but, uh, right, but I mean, it, how many of those can you stack
2: together? And so it all depends on the environment. You know, in, in a boat, you're probably not going to do more than two in a in a fishing boat or in a skiff. Uh, if you're in an offshore boat, depending on um, maybe five, but, you know, on your garage floor, you could at least go up to 10, 10 stack. So uh, wow. we did a, a battery tray with this that you could you could mount these uh, batteries vertically in a, a boat compartment, in a battery compartment, anywhere, really. So the original idea, I was looking at the V-Haul of your boat and I, I was looking at some boat manufacturers and saying, well, what if we could possibly get these batteries like mounted in the front of the boat on the V-Haul, like at angles, like anywhere we can conserve, you know, put some power and some sizing, mm-hmm. um, let's go for it. And, it, you know, the results, the, the boat manufacturers of just being open to you know, getting out of this traditional Group 31, this what everyone else is selling has been very eye opening to get mm-hmm. more power in a smaller s- space.
3: Yeah. And, and like the fact that you're the material around it, um, you know, is waterproof and you could take the thing anywhere. Of course, being in the marine environment, you already have to expect. Something is going to get wet <laughs> you know right. so it's good to have a battery that is like sealed and you can use it for any occasion and as you brought up camping and anything you, you just any kind of weather um you know get out there and uh you know and use it for whatever you feel necessary
2: yeah i wanted you to be able to beat beat this thing up with a sledgehammer or drop it um you know, and then you know, going back to our technology and our battery management system, just to be able to see pool history reports. You know, if somebody hooked this up wrong and it had a short circuit, um, we we've, we we've, we can tell you the last time you charged your battery, last time you had a, a low voltage. You know, like we had customers that 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 call us and say, "Hey, battery's dead," and you know, we're under we're uncovering that. You know, there's bad extension cords, or maybe your your battery mm-hmm. charger's broke. And being able to, you know, give that customer a better user experience, and to giving them insight into something completely different that's causing the situation. So, um, it's it's really incredible where it's headed.
3: Yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs>
2: Is that all through that? I'm
1: sorry I missed part of the conversation. If you're talking to Elon, I might need a hookup on Starlink because this internet. I'm like I th- super frustrated. I think you with. just better do it, dude. Just pull the trigger. Dude, just do it. Had the guy out last week things were running flawlessly yeah. yesterday. It started to act up. So anyways, besides the point, so I, I I missed part of this conversation, but is this when you're talking about going in and seeing what uh, customer batteries are doing, is that through that Bluetooth connectivity that you guys have? Right.
2: Yeah. And okay. we have this, uh, uploading into our, uh, cloud server. So, you know, if you have one of my batteries, you want to be a part of this, they're, uh, you know, we're streaming your, your usage, Uh, to a cloud into a database where you know you're going to have like five thousand customers and you know see five of them that are underperforming on their battery performance and to be able to call them and say hey what's going on how what are you doing different or why are you in this position and we want to give you a heads up on you know your battery has way more to offer and so when we're able to speak to a customer and figure out why we're in that place to begin with we're now training our artificial intelligence to point this out uh for other customers to help diagnose issues that are out there to protect the manufacturers
1: it's super cool and unique you know the fact that you guys can do that and just kind of uh, see what's going on
2: on the fly Right. I mean, a lot of it had to do with uh, the relationship with powerful with the charge When when I started to really dive into a lot of the other battery companies uh, out there. It, it just was, you know, it's it just it's crazy. It's the wild, wild west right now uh, with batteries and, you know, anybody can buy a ABS plastic case with a battery pack inside and just, you know, put it for sale online. But for us, it's it's more detailed than that of of putting a quality battery pack out there that we don't have a technical support call for. Like, I don't want my phones to be ringing off the hook with people that are having uh, issues. So it was, right. it was putting putting better quality cells, better battery management system technology into your batteries, and then it evolved into this whole cloud uh servers with data and predictive analysis and it's just we're we're light years ahead of where the industry is at right now yeah that's huge man
1: that's super huge and i don't again i don't know if you guys talked about this but you can actually you guys have like an app or something where you could like log on and see what, how much power you have left in your battery and stuff on the go, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just like that, you know, that's, uh, th- that's the simple part of the app is just uh, understanding, you know, how much percentage you have left. There's just, there's so much more technical stuff that, that is in this program to, to provide insight into, you know, like I said, a bad extension cord that is causing your charger to, to break, or we've even been able to detect fishing line and trolling motors in, huh. in the propellers with yeah, this. What? So that's crazy. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, being able to provide someone with uh, how much capacity they have left is for the, to me. It's not as interesting as being able to tell someone that you have fishing line caught in your trolling motor and, You know, you need to go check the propeller and untangle that. Or like we've even gotten into like bad PCB boards and the trolling motors and like being able to to, uh, detect a failure months out to, Hmm. you know, long term with the company is to develop a program to provide better customer service for our our customers. What if I can contact uh, Minn Kota? and and let them know i have your this specific customer that is 6 6 months out from a pcb board failure so why don't you ship this pcb board to this warranty center and get this fixed to avoid the whole down downtime that's of the huge. of the customer having that bad experience yeah like that's what that's it's huge. about nothing yeah. n-
1: nothing makes a fisherman more mad than in- equipment breaking and having to wait for parts to show up. Right. right.
3: Like Let's in, avoid you know, that. Yeah. It, that's it's, crippling. That's our mission. Right? Yeah, that's, that's our mission huge. is
2: to redefine the whole customer service into manufacturing downstream. That,
1: that is super huge. Like in the kayak world, right? Like a lot of people will talk about, all right, I'm running this motor with this amp hour battery. Like mm-hmm. theoretically, I should be able to do 15 miles, right? Nobody ever mm-hmm. knows like how much juice they have and it all obviously depends on you know what what is your throttle or or setting for your motor at uh um, right you yeah, know, how to, currents, how, speeds, yeah how much wind speed yeah how much weight
3: how much weight's in your boat you know what's mm-hmm. is there current in the water you know yeah, yeah it's yeah, like right. what's the quality of the water right i mean right in,
1: And you're seeing these guys like put in some, uh, you know, kind of some like lithium battery monitoring systems. And, you know, obviously that's not, you know, super easy for the average Joe to wire up in a plastic boat. Right. And sometimes it doesn't even make sense. And and that was the one thing like I thought was huge for, for the kayak fisherman who's got uh, you know running a, a 24 volt 50 amp battery or 12 volt 100 amp battery to be able to be you know pull their phone out of their life check and go oh, i still got half a battery left i can go mm-hmm. you know this much more time or, or whatever it may be i mean it's uh it that's something that we're lacking in the kayak fishing world and you know really brought attention to you guys from, from my point of view, you know, like the fact that you could do that on the fly at any point in time during your day on the water, that's huge.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, our next generation app that I think we're pretty close to achieving is going to be very similar. I don't know if you guys are into drones, like any of the DJI. So, you know, if, if, if you fly a drone out, and you got headwinds, there's a whole calculation to your battery life of your return to home point, mm-hmm. right? Of when to turn around so you don't have a headwind coming back and then you run out of battery life before you land and you got a sure. ditch in the water or wherever. Same kind of concept with the battery management system and the app is overlaying like weather APIs with wind speeds and getting into the tides and understanding the currents and, you know, Doing a little bit of uh, research with the app of determining what kind of trolling motor you're using, what the size of your boat is, you know, and then put all that together to really come up with a very, very accurate calculation of what your day is going to be like. Well, instead of just looking at a.
3: Yeah, let me. So I'm not familiar with the app, right? Um, mm -hmm. Is there like, is there. So let's just say long day out on the water let's, you know, let's say you've been out like for the weekend, right? You never charged your battery. You're, you notice you're getting kind of low. Can you, um, can you limit your output? And if yes, is there like a variant, a variance that certain like trolling motors or whatever you're powering can handle within a spectrum? So you could have like max output. And then if you're going to be running low, can you you know kind of like you see in the movies and stuff, they're like, okay, move like, let's transfer that power over here, and you know, and it'll like, we'll just operate at like three fourths the speed. You know, is there something to that avail that you can do with the app as well?
2: Uh, not with the app, but the, you know, this is the OEM spectrum of uh, sitting down with an OEM of a specific trolling motor that really unlocks that. where you know, these, you mentioned a few minutes ago about these, these battery monitoring systems and wiring them in. They're not efficient. They're not accurate.
1: Right. With
2: a lithium, that's super hard to, to achieve that. So when we're able to directly communicate uh, to a trolling motor manufacturer to relay that state of charge and to relay the critical data of, Hey, that's, you know, maybe with 10% power left, we're going to taper back that current and we're going to you know, get into some limp mode of allowing you to get what you need out of the trolling motor. Uh, yeah. we do see that. That is coming. I, I see okay. that in a few different, we had, different uh, companies. Uh, pretty had cool. Matt,
1: Matt Sauter's in the chat saying Jay trying to make batteries act like star wars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, I mean in theory, right? Like, you know, your motor is going to have certain draw at whatever levels of throttle or, you know, propulsion you got. So, I mean, in theory, Jay, like like for an XI3, right, motor guide XI3, instead of going to full speed at five, you know, what you're trying to say is, you know, limit yourself to run at three, which is going to be less draw out of that battery throughout, you know, throughout the day. If you were yeah. you know trying to make it throughout the day, that's where it kind of falls on you, I think. I mean, but it sounds like that's a, that's a possibility, but in, in a
3: situation, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, is that, cause I'm thinking of the situation like, okay, you're running out of battery and now you're in a hectic situation and you can't run at that low RPM. You got to get out of there. Like, is there a way to manipulate the power to, you know, where you don't, where you can still go full bore, but you can limit certain things. And I don't know what those equ- equations are down the line but you know, to be able to still get what you need for the, the shorter burst. I know. You, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, in, in, in theory, it's right. It's going to you're going to go full bore and then you're going to paddle the rest of the way back. Yeah. I know. That's how you it, limit
3: that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. A lot of that comes down to the, just the specific OEMs that that can program that into their trolling motors and their controllers. And it's all magic when it comes together, it's, uh, it's really incredible working with OEMs. It's one of my favorite things. Cause you just, you know, you get a product and then you just profile everything about that product and you get in the good and the bad and you figure out, you know, how someone's going to mess it up or try to destroy it and be in a bad situation. And then you, you know, you train a system to avoid it and to work around it. So, yeah. you know, Pretty awesome. It's super.
1: It, it is super awesome, man. And it's it's cool that you guys have, uh you know, narrowed it down. Like you said, you could you could pretty much diagnose when diagnose when somebody's got a bunch of fishing line wrapped up in their trolling motor. You know, just going off of what their battery statistics are. That's uh that's pretty crazy. But I I like the theory and the thought of where you're going. Like, hey, like we see this guy's trolling motor computer board melting down and like being able to work side by side with those manufacturers and help folks stay on the water versus waiting for things to break. It's, it's basically like a preventive maintenance at that point. Right. right? Which is, and that's,
2: that's looking at this, the technology of where it was 10 years ago is very similar to what a lot of companies are selling today. Sure. Now we're past that. It's, it's, it's so much more valuable and to the consumer and the manufacturer at this point, it's, it's really just taken a turn into something beneficial for the user experience. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can
1: understand now why, um, but you know, I was talking to somebody earlier in the week and I was like, yeah, we're having uh, this company on the podcast this week called the lithium battery company. And they went and checked you guys out and they're like, well, they're, you know, 200 bucks more than the battery I have now, or a hundred bucks, whatever it may have been. And I'm like, yeah, but did you look at the technology that's going into what they have? Like I'd pay $500 more, you know, to, to be able to, while I'm on the water, look at my phone and I better get back to the ramp because, you know, I'm almost out of juice or, you know, whatever it may be. But now that your guys are taking that a step further, you know, like you're talking about, you know, the preventive preventive
2: maintenance aspect of that, like that's huge, man. Right. How about an algorithm that knows that you fish every Saturday morning for the past month, every Saturday you go out and Friday night comes and your batteries aren't fully charged and you get a push notification of your phone saying, you want to go fishing tomorrow and you want 100% of your batteries? <laughs> like, you better get this on charge, right? So, like, you're not disappointed when you put your, your kayak in yeah. the water the next morning. That's yeah. where we're at. That's yeah. the technology of that preventative piece of, of the user experience. <laughs> That's
1: when I'm going, What bush are you hiding in, bro? Like, why are you spying on right?
2: me? <laughs> it's so I can't simple, take- like. <laughs> <laughs> we're not after, like, we're not, we're not tracking your location or doing any, like, I don't know. It's not like this Google and Facebook algorithm. This is basic, like, how much current are you using? What's yeah. your voltage? Uh, detecting spikes. You know, it's very simple math, but like, it it's so much more beneficial when you look at the whole picture to like, give this knowledge to another customer that can benefit from this. You know, yeah, so it's that's
1: super, super nice because I, the other day I went out on the water in the big boat and I like go to hook everything up and I'm like,
0: mm. I, didn't un- I didn't unplug the <laughs> battery
1: charger. You know, I'm like my freaking yeah. old man didn't plug the boat in like, what the heck, you know? so <laughs> right. So being able to get a notification so I could text my old man and tell him that he's an idiot and forgot to plug the boat in.
2: I'm sold. I'm in. 100 <laughs> percent yeah be, i mean we delicate. definitely are doing we're definitely doing everything we can at this point so that like that saturday or sunday morning you're not calling my phone wondering why your battery's dead sure it's maybe something that you know you did to yeah. get yourself in this position to begin yeah,
3: yeah. with right, yeah. right. <laughs> the, the, they'll put it through the app it'll be like this new mascot called lithy You know, it's like, hey, friend, like we usually go fishing on Saturday. You better charge that battery. (laughs) I like it. I like it.
1: That's great, man. It's so huge. So huge. And especially too, like, you know, for tournament fishermen, I mean, kayak tournaments are huge in our world. And it's like. You know, a guy will spend all day on the water, get back to check in and either he's fishing that same event the next day or a different event the following weekend. And, you know, may forget to charge his battery because all the chaos going on of getting the tournament check in and things like that. Like, you know, just having that friendly reminder, you know, Hey man, you might want to charge your battery or, you know, your battery levels at this. That's, that's super cool and unique.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of this, this whole, the thought of everything evolved around, like, the power pole charge, you know, of, like, the tournament uh, guys that get to the hotels and they're fighting over extension cords and how to how to get the power out of your engine to not have to tap in that extension cord. So, it's the same thing with kayaks, you know, I'd like to see a kayak battery that you could uh, – you know, load up your trailer, or put your kayak in the top of your your vehicle and then pull your battery out and plug it in uh, to a wiring harness in your trunk and use your, your engine alternator to charge your battery on the way home or on the way to the boat ramp. That's so huge. to not need that charger.
1: Yeah. That that would be the slickest kayak setup to date. So yeah. When you're ready it's to right around the corner. Thing, I'll bring you my it's, truck. I'll yeah. I'll bring my kayak, the batteries, whatever it is, take my money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we gotta think of like ways to uh you know improve, I don't know. I mean maybe we can have a supercharging station at some boat ramps. Yeah. You know, that you can charge your battery full in ten minutes or something, you know. Like that's yeah. You know.
1: I mean you're seeing that with Tesla, you know, it's it's uh it's cool. It's it's definitely right so unique and and new and um it's innovative i mean if i could describe it in one word it's innovative for sure
2: right yeah but you uh you need those performance cells to achieve that that's you know the supercharging to to capture that power in such a short amount of time your your battery cells have to be perfectly matched and performing otherwise you're just you're just gonna cause a lot of problems internally that you're not going to know about. Sure. You know, and that's that's what we've seen. It's just these basic PCB boards and a lot of these batteries. They don't they don't tell you anything. Um and then it's it's more confusing for uh manufacturers for trolling motors and battery chargers to diagnose issues that you know based off of it the has voltage nothing to do with reading, motors. Yeah. has nothing to do with it. It's yeah. frustrating. It's uh you know the whole it's, the whole industry needs a uh, shake up.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, man. It, it there should be some kind of regulation or or industry standard, you know, on on making that right to solve these issues for all these other companies that are wasting countless time and money and energy diagnosing their battery problems instead of their product problems, you know. Right. Yeah. I definitely. mean, I think
2: I think uh consumers are going to see that with our products to be able to harness that power and to see it and to be able to use that data to improve their performance rather than just be buying a basic battery pack. There's, there's so much more value to it.
1: For sure. For sure, man. We kept you for an hour so far, man. And uh, has I mean- it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you much longer. I know you got a busy, busy life and uh, all that good stuff. So if somebody wants to, you know, check out your guys' batteries and technology and stuff, where, where would they go to do that?
2: Sure. Yeah. We've got a website, LithiumBatteryCompany.com. We got our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to be making a lot of YouTube content uh, moving forward. Uh, very excited about what's about to come with that and um, I heavily encourage Oems to contact us to reshape this industry to just hone in on these products to to make them better and to improve the user experience
1: heck yeah man look forward to it and uh, man thank you so much for uh, your wealth of knowledge you uh, super cool to uh, get an in-depth view at you know lithium batteries how they operate and how you guys stand out in our different and the cool new different technologies and stuff you guys are using appreciate the time appreciate and, the uh, opportunity to come on your podcast and talk with you guys about this anytime man anytime man if you guys got something new coming up please let us know we'd love to have you back and well, let's 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 talk again all right let's do all this right, again let's make right. it a regular thing i like it let's do it let's do it jay final thoughts
3: thanks for coming on the show
1: uh learned a lot today um jay's and... like thank you for spending all my money yeah i know
3: <laughs> i'm looking at them like man this is really cool i can't get my the stackable stuff has really drawn my eye yeah yeah so yeah, like, yeah you know i'm gonna have to set up like some kind of a. Uh, I don't know, some kind of a funding system to you guys. <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm not sure what that is yet, you know, but uh, I did see, you know, for anybody too, uh, a lot of the times when you go on a lot of these sites, there's, you know, your only buying option usually is just by credit card. You can use a firm to break up your payments oh, yeah. on this site. So now the unaffordable, like, you know, that you would think of in, in that way, it's very affordable. You could break it up. And get what you need and just it won't have an impact on your you know on your uh, wallet
2: right away yeah and if you want to use maybe cryptocurrency i'm down for that too maybe there we'll go. have that integration
3: there you go yeah you, <laughs> you guys take doge <laughs> chase got some doge
1: coins that i think it's a possibility anything I mean, right if elon's doing it you guys gotta do oh, it right, God, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's great that's great i love it man it's uh it's super cool like i said i'm just i'm i'm blown away by the technology alone it's just uh you know everything that like i've wanted in a lithium battery you guys have which is super Mm -hmm. cool and i look forward to seeing what you guys come out with in the future and it's uh It's been an interesting conversation and an educational one, too. So I think, you know, anybody out there listening, watching, like, I hope you guys learned something about lithium, lithium batteries, the difference between them all. And, you know, because I've heard numerous times, why is this lithium battery this price, but this manufactures this price? Well, obviously, there's a reason for that. And it's not just uh, you know one's gouging you over the other one. It's it's what goes into it, or yeah. maybe maybe they are gouging you, right? <laughs> like how I watch. wish
2: that people would just do these capacity tests on these ba- on these brands to see yeah. what they're actually getting. You know, th- there's a lot of people out there that are, they, they find a cheap lithium battery, and it's there. It's not what it says it is, right? And it's you know, one thing at ICAST that was pretty incredible was. We didn't get the question of, well, how do you stack up against Dakota or any other battery? We never got that yeah. question, and it sure. was incredible to to part that that whole. You know, everyone's looking at the Group Thirty One and the similar battery cases, and what makes you different? Well, yeah, we we've made a pretty great impression. It was pretty <laughs> wonderful.
3: That's I, awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's and there's YouTubers out there that do that stuff. There's people that actually, you know, have the education to be able to talk to it specifically and i'm sure once you guys get some of that stuff out too it's gonna show up like on a youtube and they're gonna be comparing it against yeah. you know it evolves
2: so fast
1: yeah it's just yep. yeah yeah the the common person needs to just catch up with the evolution that's that's what it comes down to right yeah you know lithium is such a new thing you know, relatively speaking compared to like your average battery, you know, it's uh people just know it lasts longer and it, it performs better. That's it. You know, they don't yeah. know the rest of the story. So it's, it's, it's cool to see companies like yourself, you know, advancing that technology, but not only that, but willing to spread the word and educate people. Cause I think that's, that's the biggest thing is, you know, educating people on what, you know, lithium is and, how to harness that power and how to grow off that power, you know? Right. So.
2: Right. Yeah, we pay for.
1: Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent, man. Nathan, thank you so much. We appreciate you, guys, gals, listening, watching. Uh, we're here every Thursday night, seven Central, eight Eastern, five o'clock out on the West Coast, and uh, we'll see you guys next week with another great guest, just like Nathan from. The lithium battery company. As always, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace.